0: Not your, average operator. Not your, average operator. Not your average operator welcome back to another episode of not your average operator with me paul mellon mcfadden how you doing uh, i've got my boy here mike how you going mate
1: <sighs> we need we need i think we need to work on our on our intro man like
0: no no that's no, part of it it's intro music <laughs> plays people hear the the familiar dulcet tones yeah just with their favorite, a- with their favorite accent their favorite ah, i don't
1: know about that but it's just you know are not your average operator and then it's just me paul and mcfett it's just like i hate it when they hear the yinzer that's what they hate i get emails
0: about it all the time we hate the yinzer
1: they know it's a party time when they hear the yinzer man you know, it's like, I don't know what episode I'm on. You know, it's like every time I hit it and like I, I let one episode play and I, when we listen and then it just goes back and it's me, Paul, Mellon, McFadden. Hey, me, Paul, Mellon, McFadden. It's a lot of melon. It's a lot yeah, of melon. You can look, at the, look at the show notes.
0: Look at the title. It's it's all part of it.
1: <laughs> some of so the- anyway, I'll,
0: anyway, getting getting to the point is that both of us are in a really happy mood because we've cut away the no, ablo Englishy, the Ralph, the Ralph is sliding off. He's uh, packing up his kit and he's uh, getting ready to board a Freedom Bird and travel home. So there's uh, happy times ahead for him, but you know he's left all the work for us to do. So it's it's happy times here. We don't have the dead wood. We don't have to carry him.
1: Yeah, but we're happy to we're happy to cover down. We we love giving him crap, just like you know any one of us would miss. We we, we fell in because it's life. But yeah, uh Godspeed to Raph. He's gonna he's literally uh on his way back uh, from where he's at. And uh he's just been sharing like awesome videos of uh the bean uh bean. just running around on a mountain
0: like literally running and not stopping. His little little legs. Out in the snow as well
1: with the dog. Just Put all the gear on not winded just having a great time running with his mom and the dog and what what I call him I called him Soren Gump the other day man because he was (laughs) like I was running and and he was just that's all he was doing he was just running he didn't slow down like I think he he, part of his life now is just well the only way to get there is the run (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it, it, it still happens. I look at my son. He'll look around.
0: He's 12. He'll look around and be like, I've got to go over there. And so he'll just run there. Because why would you walk? You know? Why waste time?
1: Yeah, why waste time, man? It's only you know, 24 hours in the day. I got to get there quick. The, my favorite part of this deployment for uh, Ralph was
0: the golden freaking, the Emir's palace that he was staying at in in Dubai on the way through. With the golden curtains and the golden walls.
1: Yeah, I'm sure next week, you know, he'll be back and he'll be like, oh, yeah, I had such a hard time, such a hard time. He'll be like, yeah, I had to go back there, you know, in my quarantine and stuff. I had to eat like three star food instead of four star food or, you know, I was getting I was getting a massage, you know, while I was waiting in quarantine or something, you know, life of a pilot's really tough, isn't it,
0: melon? Wow, well, I could tell you some stories about when you have to stay in a four and a half star hotel and it's bloody horrendous. Ugh. That extra half, nothing below five so sad so we got some really good feedback from uh our listeners out there from the last couple of episodes we've had some pretty serious topics there with some mental health some uh physical rehab some amazing stories of uh overcoming adversity certainly melanie house just an amazing amazing human being that i feel very privileged to have, have hosted her the uh the gold star widow episode and of course last week kelly hines delivering some leadership bombs right out there i mean just applicable across the board i know i've gone back and listened to that twice since because i just there's just so much in that episode so much wisdom
1: yeah so i went to vale last week hung out with a lot of my mates and uh some, some new teammates some old teammates and had a great time and i don't know if anybody else that listens to, 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 our podcast. But I, I, I find myself having great conversations. You know, I, I know we talk about this from week one, but I find my week just is a lot more interesting and easier when we have these conversations that we just talk about certain things. Um, <clears throat> I met a couple other guys, like I said, that uh, are in the same career field as me. And we had some great conversations just sitting around having a few drinks at the bar uh, after a good day of skiing or snowmobiling and, you know, just talking about life and the, the, the hard stuff, not the easy stuff, which is the everyday stuff that everybody hears all the time. But man, it, it's just been really good. So hearing stuff from Kelly Hines and, um, you know, even talking with 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 Casey about his situation. And then from Melanie, I mean, it was like literally three weeks of just every angle that we were attacking life. And I, I just felt like I was so prepared going into a fun filled good week because there were still challenges, uh, that happened, you know, even in a fun time, it's just like, man, there's some hard stuff going on here, but it's just good because I think it's, uh, what do they call it? Like food for the soul sometimes when you just- Oh, that's absolutely
0: true, mate. Right? I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I know I've said this from very, very early on that having conversations like this in your life does help. You know, there's, it doesn't necessarily have to be a podcast, but it can be just a, 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 a close friend or a, you know, a new friend, an old friend, a family member and being able to go over stuff uh, that, that's important. You know, like I got feedback from an old schoolmate of mine, Michael, in uh, Melbourne on the episode that Casey posted about, you know, his, his mate who sadly took his own life. Um, some feedback there was that we only used the word suicide once in that whole episode. And um, he was making the observation that it's quite a stigma around the mental health and around even using the word and you know, there wasn't anything necessarily deliberate in that, but I know we were all very conscious of uh, wanting to avoid any chance of having any sort of copycat uh, incidents. But you know, there's some serious stuff that can, uh, you know, it just bears airing out and and talking about, and and these things do occur, and there's people out there doing it hard, and I think a lot of the a lot of the time you tend to think you're the only one, you tend to think that everyone else is having a great time especially when you check their social media you know it's all just happy times and uh you know airbrushed photoshop photos of people who look way better than i do when i look in the mirror that's for sure
1: yeah it's not just the filter of the picture but a filter of real life you know what's going on it's like oh yeah everything's perfect you know so keeping it light this week so getting into that that dark side of it right so real quick we recap. You guys can laugh at me a little bit because it's, it's very true. I, I totally ate my words and I just want to share it because it's funny as hell. So being in Vail, went skiing really for the legit first time in two days, like day one and day two were out there and I'm learning how to, I'm learning how to slow down, how to turn, how to drop my hips into it. You know, I had this, this, uh, instructor she was maybe like late 50s her name was deborah she's out there just yelling at us and stuff you know we got the like special operations guys right so we show up and everybody's like oh man these guys are just gonna crush it these guys been doing whatever we we look like a bunch of baby giraffes out there we're just like am am i pizzaing am i pizzaing is this right you know and we're just eating crap so of course being around each other we're gonna start pushing each other we're gonna start we're going to start, you know, getting more competitive. Hey, I can go down the green faster than you. I can, Hey, I can do blue. Hey man, let's flirt with black, you know? And it was just, oh, whatever. So we're going down and day one, uh, one of the other guys, he's, he's a soft guy as well. Uh, I just literally watched his skis disconnect and they stop and would just <laughs> boom right into the snow. And he goes super, literally looked like Superman for about 20 feet. And just landed right on his chest. And all you could hear on the mountain was just that. Oh, and turned around. And of course, like, Hey man, you okay? And as soon as he nodded, then it was just like, Oh, then you just rip on him. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a thing that's floating out there called karma. <laughs> so day two, I'm all confident. Me and my buddy, Chad, we're going down the blue. He's doing better than I am. And I'm just kind of going. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm just going to mess with him. So I fly down with a ski pole Go right by him, I smack him right in the butt, and I was like, "Hey, man, tag you're it!" You know, being all confident. Well, I was doing probably like 25 miles an hour. I cut hard to the right, going down a hill, and all it was like slow motion. Okay, like some of the <laughs> worst times you can think about in your life. It's slow motion. All I heard is my boots go click, click, and then I see my, and then I see the snow, I see the sky, I see my boots, I see the, the snow, and then the sky, and I'm just somersaulting sideways down the hill uh for about 20 feet and just eating it it was fresh powder it was snowstorm just came in and man i just ate it i look like the uh i look like the, a white yeti just covered head to toe and this ski patrol comes down and you want to talk about pride <laughs> ski patrol comes down and just stops and he's like standing next to me i could i could kind of see him and he's just like so are you okay or you know so i just looked at him and start laughing i was like yeah that was karma that just blew me off my skis
0: <laughs> that is hilarious my, my uh younger brother he always says if you if you don't eat shit a couple of times a day when you're skiing you're wasting the day like you need to be pushing yourself to get any better you always got to be out there on the ragged edge right a little bit that that uh Little anecdote. Elliot requested a, a funny story. Apparently, Mike is the funny one. Who knew? No, I didn't.
1: I didn't know also, that either. But I thought it was Ralph. Uh, he's a he's the. Uh, with, I won't call him that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you got for us tonight, uh, Mike? Are we working well,
0: through some Q and A?
1: Yeah. So usually when, when the three of us aren't together, we don't really like to tackle a huge topic together because we really want to offer some really good perspective from, from all of our different sides. So we we really appreciate doing these question and answers and stuff like that. Like we always get questions throughout the week, throughout just random texts through, whether it's like on Facebook, on Gmail. Um, I just really want to encourage you guys, like take Two minutes and just write us a comment on iTunes. You go on there or whatever you got—Apple Podcasts or Heroes Media Group or Facebook or Instagram—and uh, really just you know ask a question or you know just a little comment or something because we literally read through that stuff all the time. We want to see what you're saying. We can't do this show really without you guys and the feedback because your feedback drives us to do better. Um, so anyways
0: How would they leave a comment on uh, Apple Podcast there, Mike?
1: Uh, so if you guys go um, This seems to me be the most popular one If you guys have a, have a different way of wanting to listen Then please like let us know We'll, we'll let you know what all platforms are on But if you go on to Apple Podcasts And you find Not Your Average Operator You click on it you'll go through and there's a thing that says like see all episodes all of that and then you'll see ratings and reviews uh please give us a five star if uh you know if it's good to go it's if right down the bottom, right? yeah it's right at the bottom you'll see it says ratings and reviews and then it'll say write a review uh right below that and if you guys can go in there you could be like you know hey mike you suck have a great day you know that'd be good too but anything helps let us know how <laughs> we're doing um you know if it, if we're like annoying to you and you know it's like hey drop a quarter to stop singing you know around christmas time then uh hey then write that in there too man we we know we're not everybody's uh cup of tea as uh, a welcome home message for tio yeah yeah welcome him home man hopefully INS doesn't get him at the border <laughs> <laughs> oops <Right>. so
0: <laughs> in the absence in the absence of the third amigo we're uh, going to kick some questions that we've picked up via email and
1: messages and so on. And so what have you got for us there, mate? So the first one I got, that's uh, pretty interesting. Uh, what is something that is misunderstood about you? So I got that from a message from, uh, from a close friend of mine. Knows, knows me pretty much, uh, I'd say 20 years. And he, he knows me pretty much inside and out about everything, good stuff, bad stuff. But he's just like, what's something I would misunderstand about you? So, you want to kick that one off, Melon?
0: Yeah, sure. Um I would say on here because we're always, you know, heavy with the banter and there's an Australian persona. I reckon that probably the podcast listeners and and maybe you and Raf misunderstand how much I drink nowadays. You know, <laughs> this is it's true. When I was um when I joined the army straight out of high school, there was it was pretty heavy sport probably all the way through to my maybe early thirties, late twenties. And uh, nowadays it, it's by exception, you know, to be once a week, if that, and on a sort of a limited run, unless, you know, there's still, I still blow the cobwebs out from time to time. And I do, in, I do enjoy a delicious Amber fluid from time to time. That's got some hops in it. But um, no, like f- for me, that was one of the things that I really had to sort of grip up, couple of years ago. And uh, that's something I've definitely sh- shifted on. And so that might be something that you'll uh, misunderstand about me. Also, I'm not the smallest uh, bloke getting around, and I can be a bit intimidating. And so when people first meet me, particularly uh, student pilots, they can be a bit intimidated. And then they're normally some very surprised after flying with me. Uh, yeah, normally leave a lot more sort of smiley face than when they walk in the door after the mission.
1: Now, do you mean intimidating, like, you know, they 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 see you walking up and your aviators and your green pickle suit? <laughs> Hair's perfect, and you're like, oh my God, that's a handsome man. And then he goes the push on the on the door that says pull, and then you just rip the whole door off and then look at him and you're like, Oh man, that kind of intimidating? Because that's what I see more of you doing. That's and- funny.
0: No, no, no. Like I um I do push my guys to be uh, like good. I'm not, I'm not, I have fairly high standards. Like I want them to really do well at what they do. I've had a bunch of my old cadets actually turn up here as instructors now. And I mean, that. that's when you have that idea that you might be older than what you think when you're, your old students are now instructors. But talking to those guys, I was like, oh, what was I like back in the day? You know, like early thirties, melon sort of fresh off operations and stuff. And I are like, no, 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 it was all good. You know? And I was like, I could have they could have said anything and I've definitely worked on um trying to be a bit more approachable you know like I just I used to go pretty hard sort of in the in the debriefs and just push a hard standard and uh you know, I've, sh- I've I've tried to shift that try to be a bit more uh welcoming I guess which I think I think is a surprise to people when they fly with me
1: Yeah I I I know we talked about it oh man a long time ago but you know, you, sometimes you remind me when you're you know when you're drinking, you sound like what's that one guy from uh dunk from uh you know crocodile uh dundee. yeah, crocodile dundee he was like Mick, get <laughs> stuffed. You know, that's that's Mel and Woody's had a few frothies. Talk about a throwback there, that's showing age a little bit. Crocodile Dundee.
0: I watched that with the sun the other day. Oh, a couple of months ago now, but had to had to show him that for the first time bit of Australian heritage. <laughs> so what so what's the thing that your people misunderstand
1: about you, Mike? I think people misunderstand that I'm myself all the time. Uh I have a very serious job, you know, just like you. And, you know, I don't I think I think everybody's job is serious. I mean, that's your main, that's part of your life. It's your income. It's part of your, you know, you're there to make money, to make a living, to to be a part of something, you know, like there's nothing that I do that's I know it's different in like the actual nitty gritty stuff, but like I wake up and put my pants on like everybody else, and everybody thinks that like what I do for a job that I need to be this different person when I, when I go to work, and it's just that's not me. I I, I change my I change my approach to how I do stuff, but whether you ask me, well, we're sitting here doing a podcast or we're in a mission briefing room. You asked me a question, man. I'm like, Mike's going to give it to you every time. Like from Mike, like th- this is me. And, you know, I, I don't like changing. I don't like putting on a mask. Uh, I played that game before. It wasn't good. wasn't good. So I just like to be a hundred percent genuine. You're going to get me a hundred percent of the time. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to tell you what I think. And like I said, whether I'm sitting here and, uh, you know, in, Steeler shorts and a tank top, talking to this 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 guy, or uh, you know, I'm in uniform and I'm briefing a bunch of people. Um, you're you're gonna get 100 percent of Mike all the time, and I don't have two different I don't have two different sides. It's just me. So, do you think the
0: misunderstanding is that people think you're a joker, or that they think you're serious, or
1: where do you reckon them? What's I, the what's the mic
0: that they think you are that you're
1: not? I think they always think I'm serious because of my job and you know it, it's perception. It's funny because anytime I get home from training, from a de- deployment, everybody hears what I do and they automatically have this, this vision of just like, it's nighttime. It's dark. He's coming in on night vision. He's killing people in their sleep. You know, <laughs> like all this crazy Hollywood type v- visions and stuff. It's just like, no, man, actually I, uh, I went to starbucks just like you and i got a white chocolate mocha frappe with no whipped cream and i had a i had a nice i had a nice morning you know (laughs) 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 you know there's nothing different man like it's not like mission impossible tom cruise where every day i'm looking over my shoulder like thinking about how how do i kill everybody in this room and you know it's, it's 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 all crap but it's literally just that I'm a normal dude, man. And I like to be treated like Mike, you know, when people, I hate when people compare, you know, they always start out the conversation and well, well, what I do isn't as cool as what you do. And I, that initial pause is just like, well, why would you even feel really you need to say that to me? You know, I'm just the human being too, man. Like just have a normal conversation. Be, be proud of what you do because I'm proud of what I do. Like, I'm not judging you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the dude trying to get around, enjoying life, <laughs> you know? I, I think- like your piece around everyone having,
0: um that this is an important part of everyone's life. Like resource acquisition is a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you go back to hunter gatherer days and it was, you know, 12, 16 hours a day of hunting and gathering resources and building protection from the elements and stuff. And it was just, that's when that stopped, that was when people passed away, you know, like it was literally just continue working. So to be in an era now where it's a part of our life and we have a recreation part, I think that's new only in the last couple of generations. And so it is an important part of life to go out there and and get after something. And I really feel like um, having a mission and, you know, a context around what you do that generates it as a mission. Like There's plenty of people out there who are, not undertaking military operations, but that that has nothing to do with anything. You know, like they're out there clothing their family or feeding their family, or they're in service of something, you know, I've got mates who fly airlines and, you know, they're getting business people from place to place and they're enabling, you know, the economy to run and they're getting people home and they're getting people away on vacations that they need and all that Like there's a context you can have in nearly any situation that makes it empowering and generate something. And I reckon having a mission, some element of what you do being a mission, you know, you could be an Uber driver. And it's that same thing, you know, you're taking people where they need to go, you know, you're providing a service for people. And you can uh, embrace your day as you get out there and get after those resources you need.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, at you know, from last week, Colonel Kelly Hines, you know, he's 35 plus years in the the army and done things that you won't freaking believe. And what's he doing? Well, he's assisting 10 year olds by smashing them on Call of Duty. And M- making them you know, re- rethink <laughs> life choices of like maybe i shouldn't sit here on xbox and get smashed with me, you know like
0: <laughs> imagine getting his imagine getting the, that voice down the pipes on a call of duty game as a
1: child <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you'd say to him some of these kids get such smart mouths on there now well you, I mean, anybody no. really does but man if uh, I- no doubt the kids are the ones that are killing everybody yeah right Jeez.
0: all right i got one for you um What do you understand today about your life that you didn't understand a year ago? Like Mm -hmm. here we are, it's almost exactly 12 months since this uh, pandemic situation began. Yeah. And uh, I know there's been a journey all of us have been on, you know, so just try to think about something you've taken out of this year or an element of yourself that you have that you perhaps either developed or revealed itself or you became aware of for the first time now that you didn't know about a year ago.
1: Who that's a that's a very good question. As uh, soon as you asked me that, one of the things that honestly, COVID didn't even pop into my mind because I think we've we've made a really good, <clears throat> I think we've made a really good stand against it. I, I know at least us three, the way we talk about it is we take the precautions, we go out, we wear a mask, like whatever. But life doesn't end, you know. Absolutely. So.
0: Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, I've I've had actually, personally, a pretty good year. I've learned a lot, and I've I've taken inventory and friends and family. I've, you know, I don't take things for granted. I, I reevaluate a lot of stuff, but <clears throat> the the thing that really pops on my head from a year ago, which I don't know if it's irony that you call it, um, but almost a year ago is uh when i really had my personal life like smashed really 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 hard um i don't want to like get too specific about it i know i've referenced parts of it before but um i felt like i was uh i felt like i was just cast away cast to the side i felt like i was a uh, second place i felt like i dedicated myself to someone uh 110 percent i literally changed my life around for this person um, I, I want. I convinced myself that that was my path to happiness, and I wanted to. I wanted everything with it. I wanted to be. I wanted to have a family with this person. I wanted. Uh, I wanted everything, and uh, ultimately, I was not the choice, and it, it really crushed me, man. Uh, um. So now, a year later, I'm. I'm sitting here. I woke up today. And again, it's just going back to what we've been talking about. I wake up, I'm grateful that I just woke up, but I wake up with a sense of calm and promise that because I am still around and I'm still here, you know, through COVID and all that other stuff, um, wrecking a snowmobile in Vail and almost flipping on me, you know, last week. But... (laughs) All that stuff is, uh, all that stuff happened. And as Kenny once said, you know, your worst day passes. And here I am standing on top of the mountain figuratively and, and, you know, every other way you want to take that. And I'm just kind of accepting uh, of it. It still hurts. Don't get me wrong. When I, when I think back to a hard time, especially that one, but a year later, I feel like I'm an inch taller. I feel more confident, I can sleep easier. Um, the walls don't talk as much. And honestly, I go to bed just knowing that I'm, I'm a good dude and I have to believe that. There's nothing wrong with that, that's not a cocky thing. Uh, feeling good about who you are and what you do and like the daily aspects uh, of practicing being a good human being is, is ultimately what I think we should all strive to do. And, and again, I'm not perfect, but you know, I, I try to do right and practice that every day. And I I thoroughly believe that I have been. And I don't know, I I think that's really the difference between now and a year ago. I'm not pointing the finger, you know, it's just is what it is. It sucked, but I have so much more to be grateful for. And there's other things being put in my life and other people, so.
0: For the listeners, the, uh, the positivity that you hear from Mike it's not. Uh, it's not only when he's on the podcast. He's, exact, he's exactly the same when we're on a, a private chat or a personal call. And uh, there's definitely been a change I've seen. I, I really think there's a there's an element that comes out when you are taking on a challenge like you had to become something that you weren't by dealing with yourself through those hard times. And like I can see that you have like a level of self mastery, perhaps that you didn't have before, like just a new area, right? Like you already were clearly performing well in nearly all areas of life, but the ability to hold your center and stay true to yourself and maintain self esteem in the face of external judgments and not get riled up and, you know, sort of not moving with the current in the river being able to stand and hold. And stay positive, you know, like face the day with positivity.
1: Well, make no mistake; don't make me sound too good, man, because I, I still stand in the river and I feel the current, and I still I do yeah. get pulled. I, I mean, like I said, I'm not perfect, and and I try to stay in that center, but you know, hey, we're we're not perfect, and you know, uh, you know, I've I've had conversation with this, with this person that I'm referencing, and it's very hard. To have that have a conversation and stay centered with some of the aspects of it, um, but you know, I, I still I still go back and I can sit there and kind of play things out a little bit in my head before I even say them. Mm. Most of the time, like I, I kind of feel confident. I'm really listening and processing, and then before I say something, I kind of like, well, if I said this, I already know that's going to be bad. But again, I'm not perfect. And, you know, I've said some things that I shouldn't have where I immediately turn around and I'm like I'm better than that. That's really stupid, you know. But I try. That's the point is I put in the work.
0: <laughs> I know I refer to Stephen Covey a fair bit with the seven habits, but he really talks in one of his books, The Eighth Habit, about the gap between the stimulus and the response. So like Pavlov's dog where the bell rings and the dog salivates. That that's that's the animal level of operation that being in a reaction stimulus response and that humanity exists in the awareness of the gap between the stimulus and the response and if you can just hold that little that center hold that gap for just a second you start to see like an array of options like and you can choose your response and i'm the same i'm not always i'm not always some enlightened freaking being that's for sure and the stimulus response happens but it's never the best me like i don't feel good about myself later when i've been like man i was in reaction there and we're not talking about you know a positive reaction we're talking about a negative one right right and it's that uh i mean it's that willingness to think of yourself as a as a freaking unfinished project you know rather than i think the people who are like no i've got it all now Like you know i've got it all sorted (laughs) i figured this thing out you know it's tomorrow that you're going to come unstuck
1: yeah man you're right i i do think about that when, when i you, you mentioned social media and and the pictures and like everything's perfect and great i ask myself like all the time like i'm sitting there watching and i always ask like i wonder what's really going on and and you hear people talking these days like do we really know how to talk to each other anymore but like not you and i but like just society in general because i I really don't think we do, man. And it's just going back to, you know, somebody shared with me the one time is just like, do you really listen to me? Like, do you listen to understand, or do you listen to, to just respond? Yeah. And be- whenever I hear a question now, or somebody's like, let's have a conversation, that pops in my head every single time is kind of like a like a base, and it's just be like, man, I, this person's coming off really happy, really, you know, really excited, like whatever, you know, but like. I really need to listen to them because maybe there's an underlying thing. You know, that could be a positive thing. It could be a negative thing, you know, uh, whatever. But, you know, it's just interesting you bring that up because, I again, I find myself before I say something, I'm really listening to try to understand why I'm hearing or what I'm hearing or seeing what I'm seeing before I just bleh. And you said that humanity piece is in the middle. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great point, man, because – you think about it between us and other animals when you have that pause that really is something there's a conversation happening inside you don't see that with like a lion that's like getting ready to tackle a gazelle you know he's or or angry three-year-old you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly yeah but yeah I i think that's what sets uh i think that's what sets people apart when especially people that are centered like you're talking about you can see that pause you can see that they're they're working through they're 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 processing they're listening they're not just throwing up a wall and throwing out hurtful words or you know or, or a jab to the face you know and that's the easy button you know and and really setting yourself apart is going internal and and taking that two seconds to process you know mm. that's that's great man that's a great point
0: if you look for that um if you just look for that second, if you just, the, the second you look for it, you're going to see like five and then 10 and then 15 other responses that you can choose. Like your consciousness can be involved rather than just your, your automatic personality programming childhood, you know? Yeah. My thing that um, when I was thinking about this change over the last 12 months, I've had like an awareness that you can really select the people that you you have in your life like you can pick people w- like with intention to have conversations with like we've been talking about or to spend time with and like the quality of your experience in in a day-to-day can really shift when you're not just it's not just the automatic you know they're the guys i always hang out with or these are the people i work with or whatever the case may be that you can you can really shift that experience day to day by the people that you have around you. And I'm, I'm sort of talking here from, you know, I had nearly six months on my own in this 12 month period. And, you know, like this whole conversation between you and, me and Ralph began in this time. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of time where, you know, from sort of afternoon on I was on my own because of the time zone gap to Australia. And uh, also relationships don't have to be, you don't have to have physical proximity to have relationships that are really important and bring a lot of meaning to your life. Like, uh, like this conversation between you, me and Raph, it's nearly always from three different locations. You know, like, have you guys been together the once?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to remind people, Mellon and I have never met in person yet Yeah, and, and it's been almost a year. We've never almost met ever. Yeah. And we have this type of like relationship and being able to talk and open up and stuff like that. It's just being genuine. Like I really don't look forward to seeing the guy the first time. Cause I, I want to have to look up to him literally uh, Two, He's just going to start like throwing out, you know, drunken, you know, Australian terms are at the table and I'm just sitting there trying to eat my sandwich, you know, and, and just, you know, telling me the theory of flight and how he created it and how everybody else is messed up. I mean, there's, I can go down a list. But you know, it's like it is a point of we can still connect, and we're not even physically, you know, seeing each other every day. So,
0: so like in in this twelve month period, I had six months away from uh, just effectively on, on my own in my house, family away, and met Mike and began the podcast, and you know, really deepened my relationship with Raf. And like I just I just encourage people to realize you can re- you can reach out and start a friendship with intention. And you can, you don't need physical proximity, you, you can step across the oceans, you know, on the technology we have, we can, we can use this technology rather than just being used by, it. you know, that whole social dilemma of if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. You know, we're all being farmed by Google and Facebook and so on. Yeah, we can step aside from that and use these digital connections and use this time to put people and experiences into your life that count and you know like that's the thing i've taken out of it this intentionally putting people in your life and this ability to have a digital relationship that really can uh mean a lot and shift things in a big way
1: yeah use it for positive (laughs) you know so sick and tired of social media and all the people just left and you know politics and, and lifestyles and everything else is back and forth. I'm right, you're wrong. Haha, ha, win the day. Oh, great, dude, you literally did nothing, you know, sign my petition on Facebook, you literally did nothing. Okay, like, you're literally just making more white noise. Like, I hope you feel happy when you sit at home at night because, you know, you put out your feelings on Facebook about something like, whatever, really take the time and figure out how you can use technology and, and all this stuff that we're talking about. That's a whole not, I think we could do a whole nother podcast on that. Yeah. But yeah, man, use it for positive, like use it to talk to people, understand, help people. Sometimes it happens when you least expect it. I know in the last year, some of my worst days, I'm getting phone calls or people just dropping lines to me. And I'm like, why are you talking to me, man? But I have the ability from being, you know, on the East coast to being able to reach out and talk to people wherever And they were going through some hard times too. And they just felt like they could talk to me. And I was just like, well, I don't want to let you down. So how can I use this to be a positive way? And I I think we're doing pretty well. But I I encourage- I
0: reckon reckon that both of us got some real positives over this last 12 months. Sure. in in the time of trial, like I think that that's, it's not necessarily always going to occur. But sometimes it is in those harder times that you find- aspects of yourself or ways of dealing with things in a better way. And by the way, we would love to hear what you guys out there have, uh, you know, found out about yourself or about life and, and the good and the bad that has occurred over the last 12 months. All right. You got another question for me, Mike?
1: Hmm. Let me see. Let me see. What should we do with Raf when he gets back? No, no, we already know what we're going to do. Right, Aubrey? Uh-huh. Right? Uh,
0: and, <laughs> <laughs> As, i up in a big burrito bread.
1: Yeah, burrito. yeah. yeah it's a little inside joke. Um, what, is, what is something that you are worried or scared about in this upcoming week?
0: Worried or scared about? you know, it's interesting. Like, like honestly, I don't have a lot of um, fear in my life. Like, I've got some questions about these sorts of things as well. And uh, I don't have a lot of fear in my life. I do have, I do carry stress. I think that that's very common. And at the moment, the thing that, like, literally last night, I struggled to get to sleep was um, booking travel to get back to Australia. And, you know, like, if I don't get back, this April, it'll be two years since I've seen like, my mom and brothers and sister and dear friends and you know, nephews and nieces and stuff. Cherry's family as well. And just travel, travel stress is a big deal at the moment, you know, and that's definitely why I consider that sort of a large part of my part of the boat, you know, inside the relationship to sort that stuff out. So I booked flights in January with uh, Emirates to Sydney and Qatar to Melbourne, two different airlines, to so two different cities. And Emirates bumped me off the flight almost three weeks ago and uh, got the Qatar into Melbourne. But Melbourne's currently on uh, like quarantine. They've not, got no inbound flights happening. So i got a couple of weeks still for that to lift. So then I booked a third flight. These are all free cancellation uh, into another city in Australia called Perth. And it's just like, I don't know that it's going to occur just that tension around really wanting something and feeling like it might not might not end up you know
1: that's the land of
0: expectations i think right Land of expectations right you know i'm I'm trying not to be in that situation where i'm trying to be in is just realistically assessing the risk and um, risk managing you know i've been proactive and literally different airlines to different cities i feel like i've done about as good a job as you could have to To manage it, and this is sort of how I, this is how my aviation brain has always worked with stuff like this, like get out of any um fear and stress by sort of researching and trying to risk manage. So, but anyway, that's that's something I'm stressing about at the moment, Mike. You know. Yeah, well, my, mate, my mate, my mate in Melbourne, when he wrote the email, he's like, he he really heard me talking about my mum, and he knows how much I'm missing her. He could hear it in my voice.
1: Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. Every time you talk about it, man, it's just you. You're like, oh man, another month's gone by, another month, another week. You know, like R- Raph and I have talked about that of just being like, man, it really sucks that, you know. You you, you are where you're at, and you're you, you've been stuck there, and then six months of it, you were by yourself, which is just, I mean, that is not easy, man. I mean, I I've, I've lived on myself, you know, for a year now, but it's a little different than being in, you know, where you're at, <laughs> So, but still, even, even being by myself here, you know, it was a challenge and going to bed by yourself every night and, you know, hearing the walls talk, everything's sitting there going, she's like, well, this isn't probably going to happen. This isn't going to happen. This isn't going to happen. This is the worst case scenario. You know, I'm, I'm, I can only imagine what you, what you thought about, uh you know, is, is my family going to come back? Is, is cherry top of
0: that? I'm on top of that. I'm really like, you know, the way I deal with it a lot of the time is I just worst case it, you know, like I'm like, what, what would the actual reality be? If the worst occurred, you know, the travel got canceled, I would stay here. I'd rather than getting a lot of vacation time. I'd just work, I'd bank the leave and I'd take it later in the year when I can like, well, it sort of sucks and things are delayed. But like, this is one of the reasons I went and got vaccinated back in January, like early January. They sort of just started it out here and no one knew about it. And I got in early and got the Pfizer vaccine. It was was literally risk managing travel later in the year so that I could get home. What are you gonna do? Don't complain and don't tell me about your complaints.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude. Uh, My answer to that, Honestly, right now, as I sit here, man, I'm, I'm really not, I'm, I'm really not scared of anything. This foreseeable future. I'm on today. Like, uh, like it's morning here on the East coast. It's pretty early. I had to get up, uh, like six 30 to, uh, you know, knock this podcast out. So I matched up with melon and, um, so I'm getting ready to go to work, but I'm on today, man. Like I had my breakfast, I'm sitting here having coffee while we're doing this podcast. And, uh, you know, I already have my plan for the day. I'm going to attack it. I'm going to crush it. And, uh, that's all I'm going to focus on. You know, tomorrow could be the worst day of my life. Tomorrow could be the best day of my life. I don't know, but, uh, you know, it's nothing really to, to fear and and sit and, you know, leave it in the magazine, so to speak. You know, it's just, uh.
0: Like dealing with, dealing with fear or stress or whatever the word is, there's a lot to be said for just getting right into your body and where you are right now in in this moment, you know, like there's nearly ever any fear in the moment. There's nearly always fear of the future and regret for the past. And I know that exercise is a big thing, you know, like being physically active, like flying, for example, for me, like you're right in the aircraft, there's nowhere else you can be in that moment you know, are you going to freaking sput into a, a sand dune in the desert or, you know, uh, under a heavy bar, you're right in your body, you know, like I really, what you're saying resonates with me about being in the day, Mike.
1: Yeah. It's, it's so, it's so refreshing and it's so freeing when you're literally like, I don't control any of that, man. So worrying about it, I mean, yeah, again, I'm not perfect, man. Like I worry just like everybody else, you know, nobody gets a pass, but it's just, uh, you know, as a practice, I I literally look at myself in the mirror. Some some mornings I get up, I have a conversation in the mirror with myself when I'm just like, God, man, I'm really losing my hair. You know, (laughs) the other one is just like, I look super tired. And then other days I'm just like, Hey man, I look good today. Like I feel good (laughs) going to this meeting. I'm going to crush it. This is great. But you know, just have that morning conversation and be honest and then just hit the day, man, because that's all that you're in is in that moment. And if you skip it, then you're already missing out on the present and the present can be a really happy thing that you don't want to skip so
0: a lot, like i'm hearing again a lot of like that circle of concern and circle of influence mm-hmm. the outside one being all of the inputs that can affect you and the inside one you the one that you influence yourself and just recognizing that all the stuff that you can just release and you to let go of that load and all of a sudden you got all this extra strength capacity to focus on the things you can influence
1: yeah of peace and, and you know like us talking about this i'm gonna get dressed, I'm going to go to work. And I'm going to be thinking about this throughout the day. And when I hear people approach me, or have conversations with me, this is the stuff that goes fresh in my head. It's like, you know, it's like people go to church on Sundays, they get a good message. You know, you want to have some soul food. And it's just like, hmm, I want to reflect on that throughout the week, they have a conversation, maybe like on Wednesday with some family or some friends. It's like, you know what, you know at, at church they talked about this you know and it's just an opening point right and then it helps you talk and reflect and communicate about something positive so literally when we do these shows throughout the week, this is the stuff that I think about. I know Melon's done it because he's called me random times. Like I'm three 30 in the morning, you know, and he calls me and he's all liquored up and he's like, Hey, hey, you know, Mike, I had this great conversation about, you know, with dollar or something. And I'm like, it's three 30 Melon, but he's just so excited to like <laughs> share this story awesome. about like, you know, what kind of amazing breakthrough kind of you had with, yeah. with a very close mate, because, you were, you knew how to do it. You felt good about it, you know? So um, that's kind of how this week's going to go for me, man. doesn't change. Yeah,
0: awesome. I certainly, uh, even just in this conversation, I'm feeling like that release of, you know, the things that I've been getting bogged down with a little bit, you know, those other things that in that circle of, of concern that I can't adjust. Do you know what I've also had? I've, I've listened to the, the Kenny, Kenny, the real Kenny G episode a couple of times nothing makes me want to go to the gym more than listen to that guy talk about his freaking physical rehab like put all of your concerns in a brown paper bag and screw them up and throw them in a fireplace because that dude is getting after it and you're sitting there moaning yeah there's always yeah. someone out there who's got it worse than you and they're freaking overjoyed and they're getting after life
1: yeah freaking canny man what a yeah it's it's just canning man there's not i'm not gonna even chime that up No, but yeah, speaking of which, he's getting married in about two months and wow, yeah. So he was talking about it and uh, yeah. So if you, uh, if you guys want to send a message out to Kenny uh, you know, just he's excited, man. You know, I call him the, you know, the horny chipmunk, but uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's really excited, man, about, about getting married. And um, if you want to send him a message or something with it, it's a, it's a huge point in his life. Like, I don't want to get into his personal stuff, but this is like being a family man, being a father, like it, it literally means everything to him and having him on and like sharing his story uh, was just very special. And we were as a friend, as every everything, I mean, we were just honored to have him. But yeah, like Melon said, if, if you aren't feeling it today and you're just like, I don't know about this week and, you know, I'm kind of dragging on my my workout schedule or going to the gym i'm a little tired like right after this episode is over in a minute switch over to the real kenny D <laughs> and sit there and listen to that on your drive or when you're in the gym kenny will get you motivated man man
0: the push-ups the push-ups the push-ups to failure and rolling over and just going again immediately and doing <laughs> the yeah. mental strength anyway life lessons please. Yeah, so if, hey, if anyone wants to send a message to Kenny, at a uh, you know, for the upcoming Newt, you'll send an email in. Mike and I'll take it. We'll pass it on. Not your average Mike seventy-seven and not your average Paul at gmail.com. This is probably a reasonably good place to wind this up. Uh, we appreciate your time out there in uh, podcast land. We know you guys are getting after it. Uh, if you want to send any goodwill or uh, banter towards Ralph, who's uh, who's not here and. <laughs> Uh, little Ralph Wiggum, it's always funny. <laughs> you can send that through to us as well, and we'll pass that on. And uh, yeah, a, a, a great Q and A, mate. Always a good chat. I know you're going to get after it today at work, and you know, I'm going to head off to the gym now as well. So from uh, Mike and I and the absentia, to Ralph, uh, stay focused. Have a great week, and uh, yeah, remember that little point there around leaving a review or comments. And uh, we love the questions, guys. All the best.